When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm here with Joe. Hello. And Heather. Hi, everybody. And we're excited to discuss episode 14, Bully, with you. But first, as always, we're going to pass around the feeling stick to discuss any thoughts we have, not about the episode, but just in general, any New Girl updates we have. Joe, do you have anything for the feeling stick segment? Nope, I've watched everything that they've been involved in. You don't have to say that every time now. (laughs) It could also be like feelings, like, oh, I really hope they do a reboot. or Oh. I just uh, don't think. (laughs) No, I I thought it was just what else have we seen them in that we can talk about. I could see how 14 episodes in, you still need clarification. Hevs, do you have anything? This week I don't. Wow, sparse intro. I have uh, just a little something. I always shout out our Instagram, and we're so excited to have you guys following and interacting with us. But I also want to let you know that we're on Facebook. Just search Apartment 4D, or you can find us on Twitter. And our Twitter handle is at APT, the number four, the letter D, podcast. So APT 4D podcast um honestly guys we don't have a lot of followers and we need more to look legit so please head over Help to twitter out. yeah and follow us there i guess we'll get into it then everybody ready i am ready the netflix description of episode number 14 bully is jess finds herself the target of a classroom bully meanwhile nick goes into a tailspin when julia sends him a cactus Guest stars from this episode include Joey King, who plays Brianna, who is in The Kissing Booth and The Act, and several other movies and TV shows, but those are the two most recent ones. You know, The Act's the one about that girl whose mom intentionally poisoned her and, like, made her... I forget her name, and she didn't have hair. She has a real high-pitched voice. She's in jail now for killing her mom. Gypsy Rose. Rose. Yes, she played Gypsy Rose, shaved her head for real and everything. I saw that. Okay, that's Joey King. So she it was played... on Lifetime. Okay, was that's... it on Lifetime? I don't know. Or was it at the big? This screen? isn't actually like a podcast about. They're just really quick. Was on. Was I thought it was movies? on Hulu. I don't know. So it's... Okay, yeah, I saw it. It was good. So that's who plays Brianna is Joey King, but she's like a you know like probably twenty now, but back then she was younger. Oh, the bully! I knew. No, I Correct. knew. I knew. I knew her. I didn't. Okay, now it all makes sense. Great, Thanks. and then we also have uh, Daniel. Jinx, who plays Nathaniel, and uh, those are pretty much the two most noticeable. It's hard with the guest stars because there's a lot of background, so I try to keep it snappy. Um, so we'll get into the episode. Joe, did you watch the intro before the credits this time? Yep. Great. So we're all on the same page. So we see that Cece and Schmidt are still hooking up. Schmidt's just saying a bunch of nonsense. I tried to write it all down, but it was too much. Cece's like, this is the last time. He's like, you said that last time. And she's like, you need to just sneak me out. And then we have the return of everyone's favorite costume clothing of Schmidt's. The kimono. The, the, the kimono. Yeah. Sometimes he calls it his mono. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
So he throws on the kimono to sneak her out. Jess walks in right after and says, oh, was that your sexual guest? (laughs) And then tells uh, Nick that she owes him $5 because it turns out Schmidt is sleeping with the same girl twice in a row, which is crazy to them. And then Winston says he loves meeting his overnight guest because he likes to pretend that he's Theodore K. Mullins, his secret lover on the down low. And I love that this comes back later, I think two times that I can think of, um, because I just think, you know, everything that Winston does is amazing. So I would like to point out in this scene that Jess is wearing a striped shirt, a sweater with, with dots, pearls. Pearls. and a plaid with pearls. Pearls, yeah. and a plaid skirt. And I know I've said that she can pull off anything. But I'm going to go ahead and say this look really bothered me because I don't understand why there were so many patterns mixing together. And I put I would like to wear that outfit. Ew, are you serious? Yeah, I love it. Because the pearls. So you just, just want to wear the sweater. If I could, I'd wear the whole thing. I just don't think I could put a, pull it off like hey. Zoe did. I don't think Zoe did. I would wear that sweater over a black dress. Yeah, that's and fine. I rock it. My issue is not with the individual articles of clothing. Yeah, I mean, Joe's busy. Do you have thoughts on the clothes? We don't want to exclude you. I think the only pearl sweater I've ever seen was on my grandma. <laughs> so I think it's a little generational there. Okay, that's good. Good insight, Joe. Heather, yeah. what? If I, you know what? If you guys were looking for a drinking game at home, <laughs> take Golden a shot girls. every time Heather says good insight because she usually says it twice for good insight, good insight. You can hear in the background of every episode, <laughs> no matter what Joe says. He has good insight. Sometimes. <laughs> take a shot. Then everyone's joking around. Jess accidentally says a Hitler joke because she panics and wants to do banter with them and makes the situation awkward. Mm-hmm. So now we're with Jess at school, and she is discussing with all the students their science projects. We see some are better than others. Well, before that, there was something really good that Jess said. What? Which I think is a candidate for oh. quote of the show. Oh. And she says to Schmidt, she goes, are you going to three-peat this hoe? <laughs> she does say that. I love how she tries to talk so cool when she talks to them. And then the awkward silence when she tells the Hitler joke. When she says, oh, did she have a mustache like Hitler? Yeah. And everyone just kind of looked. And <laughs> the Sorry, irony guys. is Schmidt's Jewish. Schmidt is Jewish. That's yeah. what I was thinking too. Yeah. yeah. So that didn't go over too well. So I thought that was that was funny. Good and then, insight. Good insight. And then, and <laughs> then an Schmidt's kimono keeps getting shorter and shorter. We only yeah. know that. No, we only know that because Megan told us they didn't give a real good shot of the mono. Well, you notice it because yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's shorter. It's her revealing mono. It, yeah. Oh, they gave a great. He ran in it and everything. Yeah. So they gave a great shot. Okay, of I'm sorry, Joe. Good insight. Good, good insight. insight. Yeah. Okay, so now we're with Jess at school. The science projects. <laughs> we see Brianna has a robotic arm. Um, and Nathaniel asks if he can stay in with her at lunch because the kids are bullying him. I won't say how because it's gross. <laughs> and Jess is like, you know what? I'm going to help you. And right then, you know, trouble's coming. Jess does not know how to handle this probably. No. But before we find out what happened at school, we find out that Julia sent Nick a cactus. Has anyone ever received a cactus as a romantic present before? 
No, but it'd probably be the best plant you could give me because I'm just like Nick. I, I'd kill with plants. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cactus, Would you water you, it? <laughs> you can't kill them, cactus. You can't kill it. But well, it's kind of prickly. Nick not does. Really so Heather's anyone ever sent you a cactus? Arizona Heritage. So yeah, that's yeah. probably why. Yeah. Has anyone ever given you a cactus? Has I have received flowers, not oh, cacti. Say cactus. I was like, not what? cacti. Cacti. No. Um, so he's telling Winston about it and saying, obviously, she's going to break up with me. And she thinks I can't take care of a regular plant as she's dumping like gallons of water on the cactus, which it does not need. Mm-hmm. And we flash back to um, Nick kicking a flower for no reason until he kills it. <laughs> and then as Nick is walking out of the kitchen with it, he drops the cactus. It shatters the cam, the what's, planter that it's in. Let's just say vase. Oh, yeah. And planter. the cactus falls apart, which is just classic Nick classic Nick um now I'm gonna move to Schmidt unless anyone has anything to say about that scene uh no but I do think that the cacti the cacti was uh cactus no it's cacti um it was uh good for because Julia wouldn't send something like a teddy bear mm-hmm. so it was like good a good call for the I writing. think it's totally weird why would you be in Japan or China or wherever she was and go online and be like I'm gonna order a cactus well I'd send a bonsai tree we find out later it was a hint so I won't do spoiler alert. well she oh, said okay. yeah we'll get there later okay. we find out later <laughs> it's still it a hint. super weird thing to do and his hunch of oh she sent me this because she Joe, thinks I can't, take, can't take care of anything yeah. you know what I'm saying <laughs> So it's all uh, it's all intertwined. It's all intertwined within yeah. the plot. So now we're in Schmidt's room and he's sexting, as the kids call it, <laughs> Cece. And Cece calls him and is in front of the loft and tells him to come downstairs. I hate these short scenes because they're weird to talk about because you want to say more, but that's all that happened. Yeah, I just did this one thing I noticed. I don't know why because I think it's adorable. And, and it may have been in this episode that it started that he calls her Cecilia. I don't know, I think he called her that before, Earlier, but I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah. I love how he calls her. He's the only one who calls her that. It's adorable. So, um, then we are back at the loft, and Jess is telling Schmidt, and no, I'm sorry, he's telling Winston and Nick what a great job she did with the bully, <laughs> and she did a lesson in the key of learning. And she calls herself Gandhi. Yes, she does. Yes. <laughs> and we flash back to the song that she's singing, which is called Sad Sparrow, parentheses, Imagine a World Without Bullies. Yes. <laughs> It's a very long title. I had to write it down so I wouldn't forget. And she's saying that kids loved it. They had their phones, phones out. out. And Winston's like, hold up. Finds it on the internet. And it's yeah. It's not a good thing that she thought it was. No. She doesn't know who put it up yet, but everyone's making fun of her. Has anyone ever had a video of them surface on the internet and be made fun of? No. No. Now I, that we're famous, it'll probably happen. I, I mean, I don't know if people get tired of all the videos I post of my dog, but... Yeah, that is embarrassing. <laughs> the, only, the only video I have is when I was GM of an independent baseball team and I did an interview for NBC. That's oh, the only thing... Good. Did anything embarrassing happen? No. No, you'd that's, be good at that. That's interesting because I wouldn't have thought to share this, but we... um, Some producers came to the minor league baseball team where Joe and I worked, but you didn't work there yet. And some really weird thing happened. It was like some big deal sporting event. There was a rain delay and they had all this dead time. And so they're like, oh, if you want to go outside, like they're going to throw it to us and we'll interview you. I was just like the receptionist. Like what you do here, you could tell us about stuff. And I did the on-field promotions. So they're like, okay, we're going to have you do one. And I had to use like a golf club to hit like a 
a wiffle ball off the dugout onto the field and I missed by like a mile and it was live TV and that was kind of embarrassing but I didn't get bullied over the internet over it. Why didn't you tell me that happened? I did. It happened several years ago. Mom and Dad taped it on VHS. I don't I, even I still have it. I'll try and put it on her Instagram. <laughs> okay, so um, let's see. Winston shares with Jess that he actually used to be a bully and his name was Brown Lightning. <laughs> See, that whole, I, I finally stopped writing down lines because that whole conversation was hysterical. It was. Every line. Yes, because Jess flashes back to someone calling her Jerksica. Oh, that was so And funny. she says, my last name rhymes with gay, and that's what you're going to go with? Jerksica? I love the girls they pick for a little Jess. Oh, I good job. love a good Jess flashback. It's always a different girl. Is it? Well, you know what, Joe's this right. I don't. This I can't say that for sure, but they they change the girls a lot. But they stick with the CC because yes, my CC, God, does that girl CC. look like her? Yeah. I wonder if they're related or something. That's just it's uncanny. Really and they stick with the college Schmidt because Whenever that's actually oh, that's that's college Schmidt. Yeah, yeah they but that's stick the with characters. Them. That's yeah. just Max Greenfield. You know that, right? Yeah, I'm oh, saying okay. they stick with them, <laughs> right. and they don't make them, you know, like uh, Julio Glacius. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that's actually be, him. Be good. He's yeah. the only one in the flashbacks that really plays himself. Uh, no, true. Nick and Winston definitely play themselves oh, in the college year flashbacks. So that's not yeah. true. They but. do. Uh, yeah. Really quick, um, on Orange Is the New Black, the character who plays Daya, it's uh-huh. her daughter in real life who plays the young Daya. Oh. In the flashbacks. And I just like it when shows do that. I think it's cool. So Schmidt calls and tells everyone to go look at the crescent moon so he could sneak Cece in. Oh. Jess's eyes get so big. And then they're looking at it. They're not sure why. And Winston's like, I'm going to live up there someday. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because later Nick wants to live on the moon. Yeah. He'll be a truck driver on the and moon. And Jess's she, her eyes, I've, they're always big. I've never seen them that big. Well, usually Jess's eyes are always huge. No. She got so excited. Oh, that Usually when you look at a moon, it's a full moon that's exciting. Yeah. Not a sometimes sometimes you can see like is. the craters on it. Right. Not a crescent moon. That's like a little sliver. And but that... they raced over to the door. I know. I know. The irony, right? Yeah. It was a good call by Schmidt because it worked. Yeah. There's no way you could sneak anyone in. That place is too... They would hear the door, but, you know, it's TV, so we suspend reality a little bit. And he goes, she goes, we can't go to my place. There's 12 models there. He's like, yeah. oh, okay, let's, let's go, go there. Yeah. <laughs> let's definitely go there. So now we see Nick call Julia multiple times, oh. leave her several messages, each one worse than the last, including one where he ends it, I love you. And he tells her his own theory on how she wants to break up with him. And it's a complete disaster. Has anyone ever left an embarrassing voicemail message? That was my discussion question, but I just accidentally asked it now, so let's roll it. I don't know. I don't think I have. I've never had to do what Nick did and call back and say, don't listen to that message. If you get this one first, delete all the other messages. (laughs) Um, But I have texts. In fact, I did it the other day oh. with you. I te- God. <laughs> I text the wrong person all the time. I text someone about themselves one time. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that can happen. Joe, what about you? Have you ever left any embarrassing messages on anyone's voicemail anywhere in life? Maybe at the table or just ever? Probably not sober, but I mean... <laughs> that was implied. But I, I do, and I know everyone out there in this digital age has done this, but... Sometimes I'll read a text and it's in a chain 
sent today and it was sent like weeks ago and I'd be like what are you talking about I already told you about this how did you not know it and they'd be like Joe that was from like last Thursday (laughs) and I'm like oh yeah it did yeah it's crazy you know no but it wasn't last Thursday I text Joe what time to pick up our son for a basketball game and he text called me back like screaming at me because he's like the message before this says that it's at 10 a.m. and now you're saying it's at 2 and blah 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 and I'm like I didn't, I didn't send you a first text and what you're talking about turns out it was a group text with the same people because his mom was in town from like two years prior that he was yelling at me about <laughs> yeah Joe. that's when I started deleting my text messages yeah <laughs> good idea alright good job <laughs> I don't ever remember to delete mine <laughs> um, do you want to tell any other stories Joe? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Now we're back with Cece. Oh, oh, that was funny. And she's like, I'm leaving. This is the last time. He's like, you said that last time. He started basically describing a char- charcuterie board. And he's listing all the cheeses. Don't start talking about animal meat. <laughs> Don't do it. A charcuterie board can be a variety of things. Move on. But all those cheeses I've never heard of. A mango or mecho. Havarti. Yeah. That's party with Havarti. Yeah. Knows. But yeah, there was like two cheeses. And I consider myself a pretty cheesy. And I didn't you know. You are cheesy. <laughs> in more ways than one. He didn't say Gouda. That's why people know, tune in for those great cheese. quality jokes. Yeah, like the mean that you These think are all of. exotic cheeses. Like Swiss. Well, because they're probably really expensive fancy cheese. Yeah. Or famous Schmidt. in the kosher world. Oh, good insight. Okay, so uh, I'm not Schmidt. I'm sorry. Cece decides she's going to try and leave. She's like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, but she can't because Jess is in the living room. So she ends up staying, which she probably would have anyway. Jess is calling the internet. (laughs) Uh, I need to speak to someone, R.E., how you remove something from the internet. Which reminds me so much of Heather. Heather would be like, I'm just going to call the internet. And I'm going to ask them if they could, like, remove this. Because it bothers me. I know. I'd say it's giving me anxiety. So while she's looking at it, she sees the robot arm and the profile picture of the person who posted it and discovers that it's Brianna, which does not surprise anybody. I think we all saw that one coming. And just wants to whip out an open dialogue. Oh, my gosh. I love that so much. That Is that was- when Brianna says, "Why did Mister Mister Gensler break oh, up?" Oh, that was funny. Yes. And no, why well, did hold, the hold boy- on to that? Hold on to that. Well, so Jess, Jess is-, is in the loft, and she says, "I'm gonna whip out," and you think she's gonna get mad at the kid? Oh, yeah. before the Open next day, I think she's talking to Winston yeah. about like, "How am I gonna handle it?" Yeah. yeah so yeah. now she's in the classroom. She's trying to talk to Brianna. Brianna's knocking her coffee over with the robotic arm, which also reminded me of Heather, because not only is she always drinking coffee, she's always knocking it over, yeah. like in my office. Just look at our manuscripts. Yeah. And um, Brianna's just being awful. And then go ahead, Joe. What kind of stuff does she say to Jess? And then she says, why did Mr. Gensler break up with you? And why did your boyfriend before that cheat on you? Yeah. And are you barren? Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> That was harsh. That was harsh. I didn't know whether to take that as a sexual innuendo or... What? No, Joe. What's barren? Like... Like she can't have she kids. Can't. Oh, well, that would be sterile. Not barren. The kid's like in fourth grade. I mean, let's... 
So she tried. You, know. you would say, okay, I'm going to move on. Um, so <laughs> Just really quick, though, that, that whole idea. You know, it's a little bit overplayed of the, the kid trying to make the adult feel bad. But if you're a Max Greenfield fan and you like the neighborhood, there's a hilarious scene where Grover does that to his neighbors. And it's oh, so Oh, yeah, funny. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So um, after Brianna leaves, Jess gets mad and in anger, you know, not really, I don't think intentionally, um, grabs the robot arm and breaks it. And this is one of the reasons I don't really like the episode is because I don't see anything, anyone could say anything to Jess that would make her do that, right. in my opinion. Right. It's out of character. What do you think, Joe? I think her knowledge of the tool uh, industry was kind of challenged there because she noticed, you know, she said, oh, Winston, can you bring me a crescent wrench and uh-huh. a Phillips head screwdriver? Because those, those are everyday terms in terms right. of tools. And then, like, whatever else tool. Right. Something with a tool. <laughs> Not understanding what she and needed And he brought to do. scissors. They were his good scissors. His good and, scissors. Yeah. Why do you have good scissors? <laughs> but before that happens, uh, Julia sees Nick and breaks up with him. Uh, because she says that she didn't mean anything by sending the cactus, but after the seven messages, she did realize that maybe that was what she was trying to say, and she wants to break up, which is fine with me because I don't like her that much anyway, and I want Nick with Jess. Um, so then we get the call to Winston about bringing the tools. Nick's spiraling, says he probably shouldn't be alone, so Winston yeah. scoops him up, brings him along, delivers the good scissors in a brown paper bag. Right. No tools at all with their specific directions. And uh, we see that Jess is going to have some issues putting the robot arm back together, especially since she has no tools, right, Joe? That's right. And uh, just in case anyone cares, of the entire, all the, se- all the episodes this season, that's a one dress of Jess's I really couldn't deal the with. The plaid one? Yeah. That's my favorite. Oh, I hated that thing. You want to wear stripes and plaid and pearls looked, all together. No, it looked like a couch. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. It had different colors and pattern and stuff like that. Well, that was no, the one she no. wears at the end. At the, to the science fair with Brianna, she's just wearing a black and white plaid. Like, it looks like 1950s I it was brown. Or a, a, a gray and yeah. it was a black and white. Sorry, like gray and black, I think. You might not have noticed it because it was super bland. It actually is out of character because it's not very colorful. Yeah. It's not red. So, okay. So, um, before we move on to the science fair, Cece is talking to Schmidt in the car. And he's, like, thinking he's going to go in the club with her. And she's like, oh, no, you have to wait here. Because, yes, oh. I am totally embarrassed of you. Yeah. And he's, he's like, okay, I'll wait here. But if I wait, we have to go to breakfast somewhere in public tomorrow. And she says yes. And then when he leaves and the window's down, he looks like a little puppy dog. Yeah, I don't care for that side of Cece. This not is what I'm saying all. about not really liking Cece in season one. Yeah. Maybe I said that off of the podcast. They don't do a great job of making her likable. Right. So what were your thoughts on that scene? Oh, I thought if she would have brought him in the club, it would have been hilarious. He, <laughs> yeah, he makes, I mean, he makes any scene or any event fun. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? He's not going to be a, you know, a fly on the wall. No. Or, you know, act in a, well, I shouldn't say that. He'll be he acting act in a yeah. club, yeah. So, Joe, are you saying you wish that as a viewer? Or if you were Cece, you would have brought him in? As a viewer, I wish. Oh yeah, she, totally. She okay. Well, and I yeah. think like Schmidt's really attractive. He dresses really nice. It's just mm-hmm. she is. She was going in there probably for professional reasons, mm-hmm. since she's a model. So she probably was just worried he was going to say something just totally ridiculous. Yeah. And Cece has a baller car. Yeah. Yeah. But which she can't afford at her own apartment. 
Because she has a large car payment. Yeah. Okay, so now we're at the science fair, and I guess somehow with the scissors, just to get the arm back on, because when Brianna goes to, uh, you know, put on display, show how it works, it breaks, she automatically blames Nathaniel, who is using the good scissors to clean stuff out of his teeth. (laughs) Jess Jess steps forward and admits it was her, which is very in character. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when Jess is trying to describe why she's been having issues... With the bully, Winston steps in oh, and says, your daughter sucks. She's a demon seed spawn of Satan. I think I speak for everyone. I say people like her should not be building robots. <laughs> Which is valid, but appropriate. Yeah. yeah. And Nick's out there acting all weird. And we think it looks like Jess is going to be in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. So we fast forward to the office. Um, where the parents are leaving and the principal comes out to Jess and instead of getting her in trouble, like I'm thinking Jess is going to get fired, like something serious is going to happen, gives her a hug and says, finally, you're a kid hater like the rest of us. Yeah, and I want to make a note. I saw something really interesting. I almost called you guys about it, um, but I didn't because I wanted the podcast to be natural. If you're watching the show, I it seemed to me that the principal was like, come into my office, meaning now. Mm-hmm. So... Then it cuts out, like you can tell it was a commercial, but they're all in different clothes. No, she says my office tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Oh, I thought she said my office. So you bad. probably should have said my office. Yeah, that's probably but it was like I tomorrow did. morning. Because I was like, what? It's the same day. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my bad. Morning. Sorry, guys. Which there's no need for the parents to come complain. I think they was pretty obvious. It was just a ton. Yeah. yeah. So now we're at the breakfast with Cece and Schmidt, which is very far out of town. So he's still unhappy with the situation. And this is another time when I don't like Cece because yeah. she's like, you just want to show me off. Guys are always showing me off and yeah. they hate it. Like, not oh, Cece, your life's so hard. Not a flattering episode for Cece's personality. No, not at all. No. So then she says, you can tell the waitress, but before she can finish a sentence, he jumps up, makes the whole restaurant listen to that they're hooking up and then he wants everybody to know. Which is very ridiculous. As a restaurant goer, I wouldn't really... Well, I haven't been to a restaurant in so long now because of the pandemic. But I really wouldn't appreciate my breakfast being interrupted for that news. How about you guys? Oh, I'd be thrilled. And if he, someone interrupted your breakfast to tell you they were sleeping with someone else? Yeah, I think it would be hilarious. Sitting oh. in a restaurant and then I'd go home and tell the story to everyone. That's true. Yeah. I didn't see the game the two guys were playing because he goes, you two, stop yeah. whatever you right. were playing. <laughs> yeah. That would make me mad. And then I liked how he did the Spider-Man on the wall. Oh, parkour. yeah. Parkour. off the wall. Parkour. It reminded me of when Tom Cruise jumped up and down on the couch and said, I love this Oh, line. that's a good analogy, yeah. actually. So then, and this is funny because when I watch New Girl, I don't catch a lot of new things. Oh, no pun intended. Because <laughs> I've seen it so many times. I did not know or remember that Jess ends up buying a plant for Nick and brings it into his room to replace oh, the yeah, cactus. That, was that nice. just, yeah. I'm so Very surprised. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we see that the way she handled the bully was to make her do a duet with her. And the video ends up on the internet because she put it there. And they're talking about, like, raise you up with my robot arm, I think is the name. It's let me lift they you go. up with my robot arm. And Winston's yeah. like, well, the name's a mess, but you're killing it in the comments. <laughs> and then as he's reading him, he's like, you wrote all these, didn't you? Which yes. is classic Jess. Yes. And by then, Jess is back to her usual bright and very bright color. She says, oh, you're so caliente. And then she says, I would grade that teacher on a curve. Yeah. <laughs> you need to write that down. You 
just remembered. Yeah. Oh, good was, job, Joe. That was a funny, uh, <laughs> funny quote. So that is the episode. Now let's discuss our favorite dress looks where I feel like it's going to get heated because mine is the plaid dress from Science Fair Whoa. Day. Joe, what's yours? Um, I would say probably the one with the pearls and the red dress. Oh, Joe. No, Right, you mean the plaid, the stripes, and the red sweater? Yeah. Okay. You've yeah. always had great taste. That's not accurate. Uh, <laughs> I agree with Joe. That what? I would wear a pearl sweater. Uh, so you're, do you guys just like the sweater or you like the whole outfit? I like. I don't have an issue with Joe, it. Joe, do you just like the sweater? You not like mad the Because you, com- you compared it to your grandmother's sweater a minute ago. I guess that's Wait, why I'm confused. Grandmas are cool. It was just Joe. kind of a neat thing, and I could see Jess making that herself and you know, oh, using one of those guns to insert the gun. pearls. Yeah. yeah, a gun to insert the pearls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Who would you guys give the award to for best dress for this episode, Heather? Um, just really quick, I'm going to go back to Jess. I loved the skirt of the green dress. I didn't like the pattern, but I love the skirt. It was like a full skirt. It was really cute. Um, Best dressed? Correct. Okay. This is an interesting choice for me. Um, If you'll notice, Cece generally wears black. She has worn two red dresses. But in this episode, we see her in a green dress and an orange sweater. So I'm going to give it to Cece. I wish that the people listening could see how much you're moving your hands. I always You do. look like a politician. You're like a red dress. Cece wore a blue dress out, was of, it blue? out, of, out of his room. I, was it like a turquoise? Yeah, kind of like a wore, The one that, was, that she just pulls down that didn't have straps, that was green. Yeah. But I don't know what she was no, wearing in the other, time the other like, yeah. time she was there. At the restaurant, she wore an orange sweater. At any rate. Yeah. Joe, who was your best dressed yeah, character? Who'd you pick, Joe? Uh, I would say uh, Schmidt's kimono. Oh, no, I like it. I like it. That was hilarious. Okay. I don't know if it's best dress, but it's the most entertaining dress. Yeah. yeah. No, best, best dress is whatever it, you make a, it. Anything you like. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have a best dress, but I'm going to dr- agree with Joe that I appreciate when the mono comes out. Now that we talked to Megan Moore, the key costume designer, I always knew about the kimono, but I didn't realize how many episodes it was really in. Yeah. So I like when it comes back up. You know what else we saw in this episode? Hmm. What, Joe? Is that's the first time Jess... Which is Zoe. She's a singer in real life. Oh. She sang for real. Yeah. I'm going to you know touch on that in mind. Oh, instead not, of like her weird yeah. Not like, yeah. you know, Maybe her. Was. She'll sing a sentence, you know, right. that yeah. she normally would speak. So I thought that was neat. And then. And play the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like. And, and then the, the, the quote that I forgot to mention from Brianna was. The last one was. And why do you talk like a guy? No, why is your voice so deep? Yeah, why is oh, your voice, voice so, deep? so deep? And she goes, it's not. It's, it's not. not. Yeah. <laughs> she could do the coolest stuff with her voice. Yeah. Okay, so our favorite Schmidt moments next. Mine is when he looked like, even I thought it was mean, how he looked out the window like a dog in the car. Heather, what was yours? Well, it was hard on me this episode because I'm a huge Schmidt fan. Um, what? Oh, Dr. Joey's looking at my notes. Oh, and um, so, like, I didn't find as much humor in this as usual. Um... But I like at the end of his restaurant soliloquy where he says, I'm having sex to completion. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rather than just saying I'm having sex. Right. Like, he, he had to, to like to finish completion. it off. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and still nobody cared. They no no one in that restaurant cared. Joe, what was your favorite uh, 
quote? Schmidt moment. Oh, Schmidt moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say when he made the alt, he made the offer. He's like, well, if you go to breakfast with me, you know, then it's a deal. Negotiated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she goes, I like breakfast. It, it won't kill me to have breakfast with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so that was that was kind of neat because he wanted to. He wanted to see her the next day. Right. Yeah. You know he wants to see her all the time. He keeps trying to find excuses. Yeah. Yeah. So the jar counts zero, mm-hmm. but we could do kimono, kimono count one. <laughs> um, favorite funniest moment overall. Mine was Winston calling himself Brown Lightning. Mm-hmm. And Joe, what was yours? I would say, are you going to three-peat this hoe? Yeah, that oh, was nice. nice. I like, I like There's that. another episode where she says, help her brother out. And I think it's so funny. <laughs> Heather, what was your favorite funniest moment? Well, it, it's a tie between Jess's two songs. Oh, that's yeah, good. I was obsessed yeah. with them. Yeah. I yeah. actually think the first song was pretty catchy. Yeah, I thought they were both adorable. I don't know about the robot I couldn't online. stop laughing. Okay, so the Honey Roast Award for the best character, performance by an actor, whatever you want, scene, I'm going to give to Joey King as Brianna because I think she's she's very pretty, but there is something about her face that accidentally, I'm sure unintentionally, can look like she's a little mean. Yeah. And I think that she just did like a really good job, especially for being so young back then and played an excellent bully. Heather, what is your Honey Roast Award? Well, this time I'm giving it up for Joey. It's Zoe Deschanel. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason, it's exactly Joe's point. Joe took the words right out of my mouth. It's, she does singing, mm-hmm. guitar, and acting. That's what you would call a triple threat. Yeah, it's usually yeah. singing, dancing, and acting. But in this oh, case, okay. yeah, it's still yeah. be a triple threat. Joe, who does your award go to? I like the the kid who took he took Winston Nathaniel. scissors. And, oh, yeah. I think he was picking his teeth with it. Yeah, and then he's getting bullied because they're putting pennies down my crack, and he goes, Ew, "It's forty, it's forty, it. it's forty six cents here." And she's like, oh, "I'm good, I'm good." Yeah, she said, "You earned that." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. catch, Joe. I didn't even notice that kid. That's what I what? <laughs> he was the one getting bullied. Well, you, well, I was more focused on Brianna. You know, yeah. Sometimes one person takes your attention. Yeah. yeah. So now we open it up to discussion questions. Which accidentally, as I've done multiple podcasts now, I ask mine as we go. Joe, do you have a discussion question that you haven't already asked? No, I don't think there's a reference to an old Western character or to a West Side Story <laughs> character. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's going to be a discussion question, though. It doesn't have to be about I mean, characters. I mean, the, uh, I guess the only thing is, is this must be pre the school safety time because how does Nick and Winston get in the school fair? Well, yeah, that's at, no, that's after hours. That's at night with parents and stuff. Yeah, because school ended. She called them and said, so bring me these supplies. Time. Then they came later, but we went gone to science fairs and art shows yeah. at our kids' schools, and we just walked on because it's for parents to attend. I, I think though, maybe Joe, what you're implying is how professional is it for her to have her roommates? I mean, maybe Winston bringing the scissors, but then he brought Nick, and Winston is the one who went off on the kid, right? So you think the principal would be like, "Hey, don't bring your whole loft"? Because I was thinking in t- in today's world, you gotta you know sign at the office. Not for a science fair. Wait for someone to guide no. you to your classroom. Not for something at night. If the was it at night though? Do we know that? 
school ended Couldn't and then it was it was parents. darker and oh. she said bring me the scissors and then they drove so it was at least it, usually those things are after five so parents can oh. come and as someone who's come to many school events there are crazy people running around unfortunately an after hour school event interesting yeah so okay. i see what you're saying but also i think this was like an you know extracurricular. See, i thought it was during the school day i didn't no, school's definitely over. Okay. So, uh, Heather, did you have a discussion question? I do. I mean, I fully understood the episode, so I just went with a fun thing I saw on Golden Girls fan page. If you could choose any show to deliver your baby, not New Girl, who would you choose and why? A show? A show. Or and, an actor. No, actor. the show. Like, I guess so- ER, since I'm delivering a baby. Oh, I like where your head is. Why would you choose anyone other than a doctor? Oh, I have mine planned. Uh, boy. Is Joe, that's... Who would deliver your baby? Your wife's baby. Yeah, that would be a stumper. Let me see here. Probably, um, I would say, uh, if, if you wanted to have it done right and natural, Sister Wives. Oh my god! They don't do. They don't do natural. They don't do it. Yeah, they do all the births natural. They made the girls sit in the tub until she had the baby. I'm gonna stop you guys. Oh my god! Stop you guys from going any more graphic on that. So that's how natural birth works. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Heather, what's yours? Joe thinks on his feet. Oh, in a bathtub. Okay, this probably won't surprise you guys, but I'd actually go with the Golden Girls because there's an episode where they help deliver Blanche's baby. And they what? Were- what Blanche had a baby at that age? Blanche's granddaughter. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> this is a very disturbing. Crisis. How many eggs left? Very disturbing answers. <laughs> we probably lost all the listeners. Not many eggs left. Joe. She's I'm learning all about eggs. On, uh, uh, I really want to end this podcast. I think at um, the other way, uh, the first 90 days, learning all about eggs. Because there's a 54-year-old woman, Angela. Oh. And she can't have a baby. And her 30-year-old husband wants her to have a baby. And she's like, oh, I don't have any okay. eggs left. Right. They're yeah. going to have to do some in vitro there. Well, on that note. IVF, yeah. yeah. I'm going to move on to, did anyone see the bear in this episode? I forgot. Okay, so no, Joe, did you see a bear in this episode? Bear in this episode. You know, I think if we would have saw a bear. in school. It, yeah. It would have been at the science fair. True. But I saw a globe that Nick was carrying around. Oh, yeah. Crying about the world. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, in terms of Schmidt's bedroom, he's not going to have a bear there. So in short, no. you did yeah. not see a bear in this episode. So I would say if there was a bear in this episode. Which there was. At the elementary school. I would say it would have been somewhere in that classroom. Okay. Okay. Good, good job. So there is a, um, I, I did not see a bear. I'm really bad at this part because I'm so busy writing things down. I don't think I can Oh, focus you didn't on... see a bear either? No. But there is a new Instagram account called True Abarican. And they're <laughs> going through every single episode and then posting as soon as they find the bear. True Abarican. But they're not this far yet. So hopefully True Abarican will figure it out for us. That's fine. So that concludes our discussion on the episode Bully. Next up is episode number 15, Injured. Ooh. One of my favorites of the season because we get a little deeper into the Nick and Jess relationship sounds dangerous and that is all for today we'll catch you guys next week bye everybody bye bye